Good day, A, and welcome to the Supergood Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. And I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We're here because we wanted to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our family. And today we want to talk about water filtration for people that are doing backcountry. For front country, you have water taps, and that water is drinkable unless they've had a boil water advisory, which they will post at all the water taps, so you'll know that you'll need to boil the water before using it. But other than that, you don't need to in front country, but in back country, it's pretty essential that you do, unless you want to take home some extra bugs with you. Which is always fun, so I hear. Thankfully, I've never run into it. The reason we filter water is because there are lots of bad things in the water, aside from like dirt and bits of trees and what have you. I know, and just, they should be there. Just saying, just saying. Um, <laughs> you had to go there. I you did. had to go there. I did. You have issues like Guardia, E. coli, Salmonella, Cholera. That's why we purify water. It's going to go badly for you. You're going to be, you know, tummy cramps, spending a lot of time on the Thunderbox in the backcountry or somewhere that you're getting empty. So boiling water, that's your first round of defense. It's also sort of the most cumbersome. It takes a while to boil water. You're using up fuel, especially in the backcountry. That's something you don't want to have to lug a bunch of. You have to boil it for a minimum of a minute. And then if you want to drink it, you're boiling it and then waiting while it cools down. You still have to carry bottles to to put it into if you want to travel with it which you will especially if you're in the back country etc etc so that covers your front country if you need to they will post it that you have a boil water advisory and in the back country yep it's the easiest way to do it easiest it's the doesn't require any additional equipment kind of way the other four types would be the dead simplest is tablets they're cheap they're light they treat the water for what you need to get out of it or what you need to not have in it the downsides is you only get about a liter per tablet that it purifies and it doesn't it doesn't filter the water so if you're in backcountry you know, if you're in the middle of the lake chances are you're not going to pick up turbid water it'll be relatively clear water but if you're on a campsite and you're doing it you know near shore chances are pretty high that you'll pick up some sand some decomposing wood that sort of jazz it doesn't do anything to that, so you're drinking that. UV, so I'm sort of going in order of how I see them being effective and or working well. UV, ultraviolet light, you buy like a wand, for lack of a better term, a waterproof wand that you stick in a bottle, you turn it on, and you swirl the bottle around. It does about half a liter at a go. It's fairly quick. It's about a minute to do it. If you have a liter, you have to do that liter sort of twice. It's rechargeable, but it uses electricity. So you're lugging a battery pack for it or like a power cell or whatever. It works really well in rural residential homes. It's not so great in the backcountry. Again, it's same as tablets. It doesn't filter anything out of the water. It kills off the E. coli, etc. It doesn't, if you've got bits of wood, you're going to be eating those. Well, extra carbon fiber. It's, it's, you know what, it's not a bad thing. If you're backpacking in, in Europe or somewhere in the Middle East, somewhere where you might possibly come across some dodgy bottled water or you're not sure what's coming out of the taps, that would be an excellent place to take a, a UV filter for water because it's it's clear, it's theoretically it's filtered, but you just don't know what's in it. And when you're hostile, you could plug it into a wall and recharge it. That would be an excellent application for that type of filter. All right, so now to the two 
final runners, the ones that are most likely that I've seen most used in backcountry, a pump. It has an intake. You use a, a lever. You manually pump it back and forth, hence the term pump. And it pumps the dirty water through a filter into a, a clean reservoir of some type. Most of them come with a reservoir bag, but you could pump it into your drinking bottle. The benefits, aside from the fact that it's quite fast, you can get up to two and a half liters a minute. I believe it's 60 to 80 pumps per minute will give you that kind of deal. These are also factoring a brand spanking new filter that doesn't have any dirt in it, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to look for somewhere to hang it. You can do it while you're out in the canoe in the middle of the lake. That said, gravity filters also can be done. It's just a little bit trickier and slower. It's faster. Technically, it's faster than, than a gravity filter. And I don't have one. <laughs> we have a gravity filter. The coolest feature I think about the pump is it auto back flushes. So about 10% of each pump does a back flush and takes the larger chunks of crap that will get caught in the filter and kicks them out the side. So you don't have to spend the time back flushing down the road in order to make the filter go back to its number one efficiency. The downsides are very expensive, not very expensive. You can get a micro filter for like 100-ish bucks, 120 bucks, uh, but you can spend four and change, 460 bucks easily on a high-end one. The next is gravity filters. The two big players there are MSR and Platypus. For the record, we own a Platypus uh, four liter gravity filter. Those things run, you can go as cheap as a buck 20. I think we paid $150 for ours. Uh, you can hit 350. What we like about it, and we'll get to why I chose this, it's a set it and forget it, a term my dad likes to use. You fill up the, here the air quotes, the dirty bag attach it by hose through a filter by hose on the other side to a clean bag you hang those two on a tree the dirty bag higher the clean bag lower walk away like we go and we start setting up tarps and tents and stuff like that i want to say our four liter bag is about it's about five minutes on average maybe before it's filtered an entire four liter and we're looking at clean water it may still have some of the coloration of the lake that you're in but I can assure you that there's no, we have never had a problem. And we've been places where they have beaver fever and stuff like that. And it's not been an issue. There's a downside to them. You have to manually back flush them. So Thomas and I, over the course of an eight day outing, will probably back flush it at least once, but often twice, because it, it will slow down a little bit, just depending on how much effort you put into getting a little farther away from shore and not collecting up all the crap that's right there that's you know washed in. I love it. We've had it for, I don't know, five years now-ish. Yeah. Uh, and it's fabulous. We haven't replaced the filter. We did lose. There's a clip that you can choke off the hose so it doesn't uh, continue to run. We have to do a bit of juggling on it because that clip disappeared. I actually shot a tweet out to uh, to Platypus today to see if we could just buy the clip as opposed to buying the $25 hose kit that has the clip in it. That's it for filters. Cool. Okay, and it's Easter Sunday as we're recording this, so happy Easter, happy Passover to those who observe that, and Ramadan's coming up, so happy Ramadan to the people that are, will be <laughs> celebrating Ramadan. Happy everything. You know what? Happy, stinking, sunny, wonderful spring day yeah. to everybody. Here's, here's hoping it is when you're hearing this. And uh, Tim's got a dad joke for us. I tell you a joke about oil, but it's rather crude, and I know you all have a more refined sense of humor. Uh, that's it for us for today have a wonderful rest of your day and we would love to hear from you our email address is hi 
at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. Or you can visit our website at supergoodcamping.com and connect with us on all the social media because we're there. And otherwise, we'll talk to you again soon. See ya. Bye.